My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunos, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Sky. And today it's our last episode of the year. Oh, yes. Ooh. 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 So crazy. It's been a while, you know, it's been, whoo, it's been a year. So <laughs> we would like to do like little drama awards. So that's what we're going to do. We have categories. We've all picked our winners, but really everyone is a winner mm-hmm. in our hearts. And if you would like to reach out to us on Twitter to let us know who you would have voted for, please do. Or even better, go on our Discord and tell us. We love it. We want to hear yeah. what you like. And just so you know, we're each going to give our winners. Like, we're Ooh. not going to then battle it out. No, no, no. no. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. There are, there are four winners in every category. It's... Yeah, the only really way we need, like maybe win, there might win be fewer than that is like I, I guess True. maybe we could just keep on asking Siri for a random number between four and whoever she picks <laughs> is the winner for each of the categories. Yeah. But that's too much. That seems a bit much. I, I feel like we can just agree that they're all great in their own ways. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And whoever yeah, and whoever you would pick is also great. True. No hate to anyone who doesn't get nominated, but they're all great in our hearts. We have three sections. We have our drama awards. We have our music awards. And then we have our day songs. The grand prize. <laughs> of top of the pick, top. We pick our drama of the year and our song of the years. Forward to that. And then there'll be a little outro section where we talk about things we want to see in the new, you know, new year stuff, personal goals, that sort of thing. So stick around for that. But first we're going to start with a drama awards our first award is who we thought really killed it this year in the actor and we decided to add a little bit of a difficulty level to it <laughs> because we decided we can only pick someone who's older than us for the actor and actress awards yeah. so <laughs> we really like our- challenged ourselves yeah this was, this was a challenge a big you know, challenge for old amanda here yeah, <laughs> we, we are not young spring chickens as it were so who would like to go first for uh who they picked for best actor of the year well i was going to pick kim taehoon but he is born before me in the oh. same year so Sorry, I'm going with um Park In Hwan, who was the ballet dancing grandpa in Navalera. Nice. Fantastic. He in was that. great. I mean, we also just watched him in Miss Granny, and he was about the only watchable part of that movie. So <laughs> you know what? Well, You're right. You are correct on that. <laughs> well done, sir. I would, and you know, I would just—he was holding that movie down. It <laughs> was, was all over the he, place, but he was—he uh, was holding he, he that was movie together. Done. And he looked very attractive in the very end. <laughs> 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 if you there. haven't seen Miss Granny, <laughs> I, I don't want to ruin it for you. But on that last scene, I literally sat up and said, "No, no, unacceptable, <laughs> unacceptable." And then I closed my laptop and walked away. That was literally <laughs> the first time I laughed out loud through the whole movie. But yeah, yeah that, that was, was the was best piece moment. of comedy. That's for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I chose Shinakian from Beyond mm-hmm. Evil. 
he was mm. the you know obviously the older detective because the younger one's too young <laughs> way <laughs> when he's not my age <laughs> um but yeah he was just so good at it he just uh, like you didn't know like the entire time you didn't know what was going on and what was happening and he just mm. solidified that role in just making it to like you never it was like not even like a morally gray character it was just like <laughs> ambiguously you don't know what's gonna happen next and his performance in it was just phenomenal I know he's been an actor for a very long time uh, and he's really great but I just thought in that role it was perfect nice for me I had a hard time but I was helped out Jesse helped me pick someone because <laughs> she was like you really like this guy and that would be Perky Sue who played, you know, the disgraced businessman in Squid Game, but he's also in Prison Playbook and in a ton of other things. He's on um, Camara right now. Yeah, he's on Camara right now. And he's going to be in the remake of Money Heist. Yeah, that's right. He's going to be the lead in that. So look out for that coming next year. He's handsome. He's talented. I don't know, like, he played a morally terrible, ambiguous, ambiguously terrible character really well. Really, I agree. like really well. Like he was probably he that character shouldn't have been as relatable as it was. That's all I'm gonna say with the changes he made. Um, but uh, yeah, he was great. He was great. Mine, I actually have had my this actor has caught my eye before in Goblin. He was the secretary Ooh. in Goblin. So he's Joe Wujin in Happiness. He's Han Tae So, oh, and he's so good. he's pretty much the third, <laughs> the third lead of the show. He's also played another assistant character. So it's just so interesting that like pretty much the secretary type, mm. type casted person. And then as far as in Happiness, he he just has a very he has a very powerful character, but at the same time, it's very grounded. He just does a very very good job. And he also has like difficult choices to make and stuff. So it's just really yeah, he's, he's really good in that. Yeah, he, he hit he hit all the notes very very well. So same rules apply for our actress of the year. Okay, who they got to be older than you. <laughs> so Amanda, who'd you pick? I don't know. <laughs> I forgot about that. I remember the age rule with the actor, but not with the actress. Here, I oh, can no. start. I'm pretty sure this actress is not older than me. We'll go reverse. We'll go reverse. Which the thing is, some some of the like old, some of the older, very very well known actresses. Like it's possible that we're all gonna like not mm-hmm. we're not all gonna say the same person by any means. But we but, might. Yeah. Sometimes, like sometimes they have a really good impression on some of these shows. Um, so for my best Ajima, which is what we had written down in our thing, I pick Kim Hyesook. Front from Hospital Playlist too. She is Young Wan's mom, and like, okay, there's a bazillion and a half storylines in that show, but the fact that she holds down her own storyline of aging gracefully and dealing Mm -hmm. with the fear of what that can sometimes mean, Mm -hmm. but also being very playful with her buddy and stuff, like it just, it was very fun. But at the same time, like they definitely covered some ground there with like very relatable things and she's just great i mean she's in also, anything she's always great she's also currently an inspector coup and killing she's, it yeah she is killing it <laughs> so good she's so disturbing and awesome and yeah <laughs> love, it. love it for me you know i love a good villainous character and i'm gonna have to go with uh kimyo jin who played the 
prosecutor turned incredibly dirty lawyer in Vincenzo. <laughs> That's good. Whoa, she, she was is good so, in good. That. <laughs> so good in that. Like she wild. She was wild in the whole show. <laughs> that that show just it's it's one of my top of the year. But uh, she was incredible in it. Like, yeah, so good, so good. <laughs> so I picked someone who's not that much older than me. Our rules that's were fine, to be fine, older, that's and that's uh, Zhang Nora, Nora in Sell Your Haunted House because nice. I thought she did so fabulous yes. in that role. Like, I haven't seen her in a lot of other roles, especially because uh, she normally picks roles that just I'm not going to be interested in the drama, but she mm-hmm. is just phenomenal in this, and I just loved every second of it. She was just able to pull it off into a, a different actor for me like I I have never seen her do that kind of character before Mm -hmm. I'm not saying she hasn't because I don't know but it just she was just so good in it and I just loved it Mm -hmm. all Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. my first choice (laughs) is definitely too young she's only 34 so I'm also gonna go with somebody who's in Inspector Koo right now but that playing Inspector Koo uh Kim Young-A she's Mm -hmm. 50 Mm -hmm. she's fabulous She's really good in this. I mean, she's playing the same character, but there's a lot of flashbacks and she was a very different person in the mm-hmm. past than she is now. So you get to see a lot of variety from her and there's like comedy in the show, but there's also like dark moments and just there's a lot of emotion, emotional stuff going on with her character and she portrays it well, I think. But she also hits the comedic moments really well too so thanks so now we're on to our best supporting secondary character or actress or whatever you know actor no gender no age I who just that killed it as you a secondary could have said a pet too i guess <laughs> <laughs> i mean we, we're not specious here like <laughs> we, got, we got it all so amanda who did you pick for your best secondary character well, this is where I moved Kim Tae-hoon to. So <laughs> his character in Navalera, I mean, he is a side character, but he's a very important character. And I love Kim Tae-hoon, like a lot, a lot. Mm. And he does mostly movies, so he's not in drama land very often. Mm. And when he is, he tends to either be evil or dying. So it was nice. Guys, he plays it well. Watch plays him be it well. Pleasant be a normal you know dude going through his life to be fair when he is playing terminally ill people he's usually pretty pleasant as well well there's there's, you know there's a definite he's nice and dying so (laughs) and he again character that had some depth to it despite Mm. being a sort of background character or side character there was a lot of story for Mm. him and he did a good job with it what about you jesse okay so i decided for this one that i was also going to keep up with the like older than me thing just as like as a fun little thing and so i decided behe sun from happiness was going to be my pick she's the yes. one who's the head of the like committee yep. and you know one of the rich people who goes insane because they lose their power and she is so good during that so good. entire show she just encapsulates that entitled privileged 
female who has a temper tantrum the entire time and is also like evil and continuously is that way she never like yeah actually never learns you know she may have like a facade at times from the very beginning she is the way that she is so and very believable it's not over the top yeah it's Mm. like you watch it and you go I've met that person yeah and and, (laughs) like she's already at a certain point where like I hate her but like her like progression and the way that her she like subtly moves up her character with every episode as the tension Mm -hmm. like builds and stuff it's just so good I too went with someone from happiness, but I went in the complete opposite direction of Jesse because <laughs> I went with actress Sanji Wu, who played the little girl. She was the- so good. Because nice. she was so good. And like, she's got quite a filmography under her nine year old belt. Okay. <laughs> she was in The Uncanny Counter, she was in Record of Youth, she was in Itawan class, she was in Life. She was like, she was in everything. Okay. And like, <laughs> she started in like 2017 and has not stopped. And she is so cute, but was so good. And she got a lot of screen time in Happiness. Yeah. She yeah, was she a really big secondary character of Happiness. And just want to pinch her little, pinch her little <laughs> chicken. She's so cute. <laughs> I agree. It's a good choice. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Like to be honest, the entire secondary cast of Happiness, was like, like, was fucking yeah. incredible. <laughs> but like, she was really good. Yeah. What about you, Sky? So I picked, and I, I will say this drama straddled 2020 and 2021, but it did end in February. Hey! If it so. ends, that's how I count it because yeah. if there was no way to physically watch it in 2020, then it shouldn't be counted as a 2020 drama. Agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. To say that, it's True Beauty. Okay. Uh, secondary mm. character. The character's name is Kong Soo Jin. The actress is Park Yoo Na. And she is mm. great in everything that she ever does. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't t- I don't typically say this, but I will say, if she ever wants a lead role, I would like to see her in a lead role sometime. Because <laughs> she would kill it. Like, yeah. she just... her. So her character in True Beauty, just very faceted and there's betrayal that happens that is all centered you know she causes it it, and she does kind of have a redemption arc but it's not unbelievable and it's not she doesn't expect forgiveness necessarily so like it's it's just Mm. very well done and yes there's lots of drama in the show but as far as her character kind of is the one that spurs a lot of that on because of the choices that she makes so it made her character made the show much more interesting and even seeing the difference between how the character was portrayed in the webtoon and then how they tr- made, they, they flesh out her character way, way more and gave her mm-hmm. much more of a better, like a more believable personality. Mm-hmm. And she just brought that to the screen really nice. Well. So yeah. Yeah. It, w- it would be a Great totally choice. different drama without a really good actress in that role. Like mm-hmm. she was able to sell it mm-hmm. really well. So next category, we have a dark horse category. It's what show did you watch this year? Your favorite show that you watched this year that was made before 2021. What was your mm. best pre-2021 This show? was tough because I did not watch a lot of I did not either. Not In fact, I could, only, I could only find a single show. <laughs> oh, wow. 
I put so it on there like, because I thought that like maybe you know because there are some years where like you know yeah, there's some years it's watch like a lot of airing yeah you know? I was like I want like maybe we should like switch it up a bit so that like everybody has a thing but that's interesting. like like last year last year I think I watched you know like a handful yeah I did too no oh, I watched a ton this year like that for me it was it was like oh no which one of these great things do I choose like <laughs> that was that that so. was not because we're all Natalia. <laughs> So I, I watched a single show, so that was the show <laughs> so I picked. It. It, was okay. it, was, it, was, it was okay. I'll go then. I watched <laughs> finally, and this is going to like really affect my like tied BL watching cred, okay? <laughs> I finally watched Dark Blue Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> and it was fine. I'm going to be honest. There's like, there's like two main storylines, and there's like the main characters, and then the, sec- the secondary storyline, way better than the main storyline but let me tell you that friggin opening credit sequence damn it has the most dramatic music for like no drama in the show like (laughs) the the opening credit theme is so wild that it gets memed so much it's very like young and the restless or something like it has that like you know daytime feel like Here's yeah. all the characters. They're all like, varies. so it's like this, it's like this dramatic violin music playing. And then like all these characters like emerge from behind, like blue curtains. <laughs> like, da, 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 it's just like, okay, <laughs> let's just calm down. This is made by GMM TV. It ain't that good. <laughs> so calm they, down. Did, did they kind of pull like a dream night as far as like, oh, selling well, something it? in the credits that is not in the show no, no not even because like the credits like it's not like they were good they were <laughs> just dramatic like dream nights sold you a bill of goods in that opening <laughs> credit sequence where you thought you were about to watch the wildest fantasy epic you've ever seen for it to be a low budget like dance based dull <laughs> fantasy <laughs> like, like this this had like the the vibe of the opening credits but they were just a little too over the top musically for what you were given but yeah it was, it was okay it was fine was it the but best it, but it was your deal? one it was your one free 2021 show it was my one the only one i could think of like i was like looking through my list and i was like did I only watch like airing stuff? Like what's going on? Like there was a That's lot crazy. of airing stuff. Like there's a lot of Thai so shows much. that came out this year that I watched. That's true. There's a, there lot, of a lot of Japanese shows I watched. So there was like a lot of, I watched a lot of Chinese shows and they're always like 50 episodes, right? Mm. Yeah. This was the one, the <laughs> one that I couldn't remember. Like, oh yeah, I did watch that this year. So, so, to, so I'll piggyback off in Italia since like, I think it's pretty much my one that I watched. Kingdom. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we, we we did we did a kingdom episode but we so, yeah, did you should check it kingdom. out if you haven't already yeah and I, I i did i i really did enjoy kingdom and i also this was also the year i recommended that my husband watch it he really enjoyed mm-hmm. it as well so ah, nice yeah which cool. it's crazy to think that that was a couple of years ago now but it was. i know yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember, like, we we were a podcast when that came out yeah like, that wasn't were. that long ago but it wasn't we've been a what this, we're not new <laughs> <laughs> we ain't young here nope nope <laughs> nope we ain't no spring chickens that. um i guess For, i can go next or yeah go, no, okay go i'm gonna uh pick one that actually came out last year 
but I'm pretty sure it came out literally like when a job was going away. So mm-hmm. I didn't watch a lot of dramas at that time. So I missed Understandably. it. And then I was like, I'm going to pick it up this year. And I like loved it. And that's uh, the drama Memorist. It's a crime mm-hmm. thriller um, mm-hmm. with a little bit of like sci-fi kind of fantasy element uh, just because of uh, what the main character can do. But I just really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the cast and I had a lot of fun with it. And I also thought it was like a fun crime thriller. I just felt that it just kind of came together as something like that. I just generally liked and I just had fun with the show. And so I think that's why like it brought my rating up so high because I just had fun with it and I it was a nice mm. little mm. binge. So nice. nice. Mine was uh, one that was highly recommended by Jesse, Pretty Proofreader. So I watched Pretty Proofreader this year and I loved it so much. Oh, that's so good. It's such a good, (laughs) such a good show. It's such a nice show. It really is. That's a Japanese one, correct? It's a Japanese one. Um, It has Satomi Ishihara in it, who was the lead in um, 9 to 5. Yeah, oh, so mm-hmm. she was my original choice for um, oh. best actress for the year, but she is significantly younger than I. So, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. but yeah, like she's just she's a delight, and you know, like I'm watching her in nine to five or five to nine now, yeah. and it's not a great drama. Like it's cute, it's a cute rom com, mm-hmm. right? But she makes it better. She elevates. Yeah, it, she like, does. Yeah, she you does. know, so. And I think probably like Pretty Proofreader has a great plot and a great story is being told. But I think in the hands of a different actress, it might have come across a lot differently because the <laughs> characters kind of like comes across kind of like spoiled ish or something in the beginning. But like she never she doesn't annoy you. She doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, and she grows and it's it's really well done. I, I just realized characters like that. Um, I just realized that the drama Five to Nine came out in 2015, and I also watched that this oh, year. So I guess so I did too. <laughs> and I will so say wait, I did wait, enjoy wait. that one slightly more. You didn't have any like hints on the styling and costumes that it was. I just, no, it's not that. It's not she that just I didn't forgot it. it was an early. I forgot. <laughs> you just forgot. I okay. It. I forgot that I watched it. It wasn't a purposeful. <laughs> I was like, that is not 2021 vibes. <laughs> no, no, it is not. <laughs> no, but she's good. She's good at that, um, doing like uh, taking a character who's kind of like the rom-com character and giving it a lot of heart, kind of like how mm-hmm. what's her face does for Legally Blonde, where it could yes. go away, but like mm-hmm. she gives a lot of heart, even though it could be, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit flightier of a character or like supposed to be like a little bit too like gimmicky comic-y. Mm-hmm. Mm. What about you, Jesse? She went before me. Oh, Did she? Oh my God. Memorist. 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 Jesus Christ. <laughs> you, you didn't remember the memorist. Natalia and I are on our uh, soju drinking. So let's, no, no, let's no, see no, how no. this fared. This is early the in the awards. recording. Yeah. We can just... take a little break. No. I'm, sorry about that. Sorry about that, everyone. Woo. Okay. Uh, our next category is what's the show that you meant to watch but didn't get around to from this year hmm. i was hmm. really looking forward to dolly and the cocky print all those posters they put out beforehand so all the teeth like so good. everything about this 
I was like, yes, I am so there. And I sat down to watch it and I watched like the first maybe five or 10 minutes and thought, oh no, this would be a great one to watch with my sister. And (laughs) then we just didn't. (laughs) And it's like, oh, and now I'm like, oh, it's over. And I haven't watched it yet. So well, that's you're not still to trying. say I won't watch it. I have not well, yet. Maybe you'll for watch it for, for next year. And if we continue <laughs> yes. to do these awards, you can use that in your yeah, category. There you yes. So I am kind of in the middle of like a hardcore watch a bunch of stuff before the end mm-hmm. of the year. So my pick, I could potentially end up watching it before the end of the year, but I'm going to put it down anyways, because it is something that is on my list that I want to watch, but I just don't know if I'll get to it. And that's Mood mm. to Heaven. Um, <laughs> I know, I really want to. I'm, I'm really hoping that like, because I am doing fairly good in my ch- stuff off of my list, that there's a high possibility, but just in case it is the one that I think that I could potentially not get to out of all the ones that I'm watching. Mm-hmm. But I'll try, I will try. Prepare your emotions is all I have to say. I know, <laughs> I, <laughs> maybe I'll watch that for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you can't watch that for Christmas. You can't watch that for Christmas. We're gonna watch Twilight. Remember? <laughs> I thought that was Christmas Eve. I thought that was Christmas. Yeah. No, I thought that was Christmas. Did you have it for Christmas Eve? Or I yeah. did have it for Christmas. Okay. Oh. I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> I still plan on watching this one. Mm-hmm. I just haven't gotten around to it, and uh, that's Devil Judge. Okay. It's got all the elements that I like in a show. That's true. Including G Song. <laughs> and what's this based on? Got seven. Yeah. yeah. Jin Young. Mm-hmm. Jin Young. I it's been on my list it's like since before it came out. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna watch this. And then it just like I got distracted and mm-hmm. didn't. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that, that's one I want to pick up sometime too. Yeah. So like I do plan on watching it. I just it looks incredible. Apparently. I've, from what I've seen on YouTube, uh, people really ship those two fellas together. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard that. For YouTube, to watch it, but like I just, I you know, every once in a while you're on YouTube and then you sort of fall down like a YouTube rabbit hole. Where I just yeah. wanted to like watch the trailer again while I was like doing this because I was trying to decide which one to pick between that and flower of evil because i haven't seen either of them and i want to watch both of them okay and for some reason my youtube autoplay was on and then it just started playing like a series of videos (laughs) that were like these two characters being like the best gay dads ever and i'm like what (laughs) (laughs) what are you talking about anyway um okay it's not how i expected the show to go but (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) <laughs> took a turn but uh yeah it looks really good so we'll see if i i probably like it i like everything i'm easy <laughs> what are you sky i picked my name oh. I, i'm pretty sure that that like i wanted to watch it once it was complete and i just yeah didn't. has your uh-huh. husband watched uh-huh. it yet no okay i think like it he'll like it Especially since he's been watching those kinds of dramas. I think it'll be a good one for both of you. Mm. And I'm pretty sure it's dubbed. It should be. It's a Netflix original. Yeah. Yeah. And a, and a, side, a side note, this isn't like on my list, but like anytime anyone mentions Vincenzo, I'm like, 
I, I should have finished that when it was airing. Like, I, yeah. I know, I know that's a sky show. Like you, yeah, I feel like it is a sky show. Because I watched the first episode, like, right when it came out, and then I got distracted or busy or something, mm-hmm. and it just didn't happen. But my name's the one that, like, ever since I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, that looks, like, really interesting. And I just never mm-hmm. set aside the time to do it. I mean, I even have Taxi Driver, I'm still not done with, but Diag Nabbit, I'm going to watch the last few episodes. Yeah, the finish year. it. <laughs> Our next category, we've got our best web slash short form drama. Mm. So Sky, we're going to go reverse them back. Then reverse them back. I think that's... (laughs) That sounds good. (laughs) This was a tough one to pick, but I think I'm going to have to go with Scripting Your Destiny. I really enjoyed that one. As far as when you watch it on a different platform, you might not even think that it is a necessarily short form, but it was a web drama, like the way it was Mm -hmm. produced and stuff. So if you're a Dublin fan person, it's definitely worth a watch. You'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy it. Mm -hmm. It feels like a little spinoff universe thing, kind of. Uh, For me, I'm going way back to the beginning of the year. And that is uh, To My Star. Oh, yeah. Which I love that. I love that web series. It is so good. It is on Viki. It is in movie form as well. If you'd rather just watch it all edited together as a movie, you can do that. Uh-huh. And it's, it's just <laughs> it's a good one. Good. It's so good. Um, so I picked The Great Shaman Go Do- Go Do Shim. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's a web drama. If not, it's still like under a half an hour for the episode. So it's a short <laughs> drama. I just thought it was really good. Like it's a really tight mm. little like show, even though it like, obviously it's not uh, written for my age group. Uh, I just think that it worked really well. I think there's an episode where Sky and I kind of talk a little bit more about it because we both watched it, but it's just, yeah. it's a solid little show. And I think if you like fantasy and if you want to see um, what's his face, Nadaram, so, Not, yeah. 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 in his like lead role yeah in a lead he did role it. He did it, ladies. um he d- <laughs> yeah like this was the like year for him getting all the like special roles or like lead roles or that sort of thing but uh, i just it, thought it was a really good tight little show that kind of highlighted like the pressures of school in this kind of fantastical mm. way and all of the actors in it were younger actors and i think they did really well with the show so I watched, I feel like I watched a lot of little short ones, but the one I'm going to go with, I liked a lot of them that I watched, but I'm going to go with Couple of Mirrors, which Mm. it doesn't feel short when you're talking about a lot of things, but when you're talking about sea dramas, it's real short. So (laughs) like, you're right, you're right. Yeah, Yeah, it was for the web. So, so I mean, it's great though. Like the... The quality of it was fantastic. The story was great. Everything was great. It's uh, we have an episode on it. We have a whole know. episode about it because it was that good. So and the like, show is for you know, free on YouTube. Exactly. So you know, nothing stopping you, and it's mm-hmm. short. So <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Uh, next one we have we have a bit of a, a fun a fun little category because this could go in so many different ways depending on who's answering and it's been a long year we can it's been a long couple of years mm-hmm. so what was a show that like really made your year better like really improved your quality of mental health while watching it for me it's definitely racket boys it was mm. just 
it was delightful. It, it dealt with a couple of darker issues at times, but in general, it was uplifting. It mm. took those dark moments and said, look, this is, is not the end of the road. This is not, mm-hmm. you know, you can, you can make a difference in somebody's life. You know, it's a sports drama and it's a found family and a small town, you know, all that kind of stuff. But the real core story in it is you can make a difference in somebody else's life and, and turn their life around because of acts of kindness or mm. whatever that you do. And, uh, and that just really spoke to me. It was really mm. just enjoyable. So my pick is kind of on the same line as that. It's a sports drama. It's a healing drama. You should like keep on going. And that's uh, the drama run on which no, came so out good. of like, just out of like random. I actually hadn't had it on my list to watch this year, but we did a sports drama episode and I really wanted to try for a full sports drama before we uh, recorded that episode. Mm-hmm. So I picked up run on and then like binged it over two days. It's so good. It's, it's healing. It's just like, it's, yeah. it's a true healing show. Uh, the characters are really great. I think they have really great uh, relationships with each other just the way that they kind of come together to uplift each other like it's not like superficial or like showy in a way it's kind of more real like hey yeah I, I'm having a bad time too but at least like we got we can be together and do like mm-hmm. the bare minimum and still the bare minimum is okay and I just I thought the mm-hmm. whole entire show was really great nice mine's like a little embarrassing Okay. So I need to preface this by saying only two shows have made me excited for the next episode, like chomping at the bit for the next episode. And one of those was happiness. And while happiness is incredible, I can't really say that happiness like improved my overall vibe. Okay. Um, But the show that I picked is still ongoing and I'm a little ashamed to admit how happy this show makes me and that is the incredibly over-the-top ridiculous young lady and gentleman which is a soap it is a soap opera okay I cannot stress enough that I'm not going to sell you a false bill of goods with this show and like how long has this show been going on because how many episodes is it okay we just finished episode 26 of 50 so oh. I'm gonna be enjoying this for and things are like, oh, we're on a roller coaster. Okay. Like this show is a ride. Um, it's got like every element that I want in like a good, ridiculous soap opera. It's got like hot widow, like <laughs> cute kids, like over-the-top mother-in-laws, like just I don't know. Listen, the show objectively, I cannot say the show is good. I am not going to lie to you the listener <laughs> and say that this is the best show that I've, but for there's something about this show that I am excited to watch it every week like I look hmm. forward to it as dumb as it is I'm like ooh, I wonder if he's gonna get over his amnesia this week like <laughs> <laughs> I can't with this show but I obviously can because I can't let it go if you like over the top ridiculousness it's on kakwa kakwa or Viki if you pay a lot. But, um, <laughs> like, you just got to get Viki on those sales, man. That's what you got to yeah. do. 
catch it on like, sale. But let, let me tell you, there's just, there's something bizarrely satisfying and just like, it makes me feel better about myself as a person while watching it. While at the same time being very ashamed of the fact that I'm watching it. But like the enjoyment of it is so much more than my shame of being like, why am I obsessed with this show? Anyway, it is so fun. Like, do not need to pay any emotional heed to it. You can just enjoy it because it's dumb. Mm-hmm. And that's its charm is how dumb it is. So it bizarrely has made my fall winter so much better. And I can't tell you why. <laughs> like, hey, that's just all right. It. It just did. That's cool. For me, I think I'm going to have to go with True Beauty because just the tone of that show and it's colorful. Mm. And it's cute. Again, the way it translates a webtoon. Just, I mean, it was, it was all just really well done and cute music. I mean, it was, and hey, it has my ultimate bias in it. Like mm. I, I had a good time. <laughs> it was fun, especially like the end of last year and the beginning of this year, I had a pretty rough go. So like having that mm-hmm. to watch was a good thing. Yeah. yeah. I was, I wasn't even mm-hmm. watching much during that time, but I at least got to finish out True Beauty in February. Like that was good. Mm-hmm. So our next is our favorite every year our favorite category every year. And that is, what was your favorite found family of the year? Come on, did we know? Sky, tell us. What's your favorite found family? I, I don't think I had as many found families in the drop as I watched this year. Mm. I'm going to be real. I don't want to pick text forever, but I haven't finished that, so I don't think that's legal. Yeah. Me to say we make the rules. Like, well, it's, you know. I, I don't know if they stay family. They could like torch everything. I have no idea yet. You know, <laughs> maybe they do. Who knows? Yeah, like I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Not so, me. <laughs> and I, I'll even say. So, I really enjoyed Slayer Haunted House. Mm-hmm. I will call it a found family, but it's not necessarily like super heavy in that way. Mm-hmm. But I think that's the closest vibe to describe their relationships like mm-hmm. hmm. yeah it, it's it's a very loose found family mm-hmm. in my opinion it's it, there are definitely members of the found family that are closer together than others well hey, that's the same in they even do. regular families so don't worry about it overall like if, if you is there a found family in that yes but it is not necessarily like the thing that sells the show either whereas sometimes right. that's like the thing that sells the show Right? Yeah, that's true. not necess- That's not necessarily the thing that's like, oh, that's the thing that people go for mm-hmm. that show. But mm-hmm. I did like the way those characters did come together on some level. I mm-hmm. did appreciate that. Agreed. Uh, for me, I'm going back to yet another show that I've mentioned more than once. Um, that would be uh, Vincenzo. The entire mm. apartment complex in Vincenzo. Quintessential That's... found family. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they like uh, made it a found family. That yeah. was their intention. They literally, <laughs> s- s- tiny spoiler, this isn't even that important of a spoiler. They literally make their own crime family syndicate <laughs> from their found family. It's like the most found family you can possibly get. And they're just a delight. Yeah. They're fun. Yeah. Like, you know, the family that fights together dramatically against development stays together you know so for me I picked even though this drama I still count it as 2021 there was only like one or two weeks in 2021 that was airing and that's the uncanny counter Mm. their little found family was Mm -hmm, pretty mm -hmm. great 
with their restaurant (laughs) (laughs) and you can even see like the found family effect in like the very first episode with one of their like former members like you get the immediate Mm -hmm. draw of them having the found family and I think they were like super sweet and then with the girl and the guy and just like everybody like in their own like you know they have like various different things that are going on in their life and stuff and they come kind of become this like ragtag team that works Mm. really well Mm -hmm. together and I just think they're really cute together and then they have matching outfits too (laughs) and they they have matching outfits (laughs) They 100% have matching They're like right ready kill. for their trip to Disneyland. Serial like killers together. Yeah. I picked Uncanny Counter also. Yeah. I, that that was my, I was like, it has to be, it, it was, and I was like, yep, it didn't end until this year. So I'm picking it. So, <laughs> and yeah, just like Jesse said, it, it just, it's, that's the foundation of it, right? Is that, you know, poor orphan boy and all of these people who make him family and mm-hmm. choose him and draw him in and how good that is. And like, even the, like just the two besties, like he's their family, right? Like they're concerned about him. They worry about him. They, you know, it beyond a level of these are just my classmates. Right. And yeah. I really just, did enjoy those three characters together. Yeah. Really it was so good. So yeah. And I, I just, when I thought found family for this year, that was the first thing that popped into my mind. So next, uh, next is another fan favorite. We talk about our favorite product placement of the year. <laughs> Amanda, what was your favorite product placement? Cause there's sometimes they're so good. I, um, I think I mentioned this previously when I was talking about this drama in a a previous episode but um racket boys because mm-hmm. they were just fully over the top with it they were not hiding it they were not playing pretend it was like here grandma you should eat this wonderful food and grandma's like why are you holding it like that who are you talking to and, he, and, and then like every character in the scene would turn and look at the camera and then they would just go right back into the scene like it was goofy it was ridiculous mm. but they did a lot of breaking the fourth wall. So it didn't stand out just in the product placement because they did it in other scenes as well. Yeah. I mean, product placement is there and it's obvious. And yeah. when they, you know, pretend that it's not, you're like, eh, I see it. Like, <laughs> so it was just kind of, they're, fun just, they're making them. it funny. They're yeah, making exactly. it funny. Where they're is... like, we know that, you know, that we know that, you know, and we're just going <laughs> to play it that way. So for me, uh, my favorite product was from a drama that did what no other drama has ever done. And that is made you believe that the number one computer in Korea was an Apple. And that's Dr. Brain. (laughs) (laughs) Because everyone had an Apple on their computers. And I was like, huh. Something I off. see what you're doing here. <laughs> Wait Apple a TV minute. Brain. Yeah. I, see. So, I mean, like, even when they're in the like the lab, you can tell that they're apples. I mean, like the their cell phones, everything's an apple. And I'm just like, ah. chef's kiss. This chef's kiss. <laughs> Listen, they know where their money's coming from. Hey, yeah, I mean. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> 
Um, for mine, I went with one that was unintentionally hilarious and definitely did the opposite of what the PPL intended it to do. And that would be the uh, instant coffee brand that was advertised on Tale of a Thousand Stars, mm -hmm. in which in one scene, they go out and they have this lovely romantic cup of instant coffee. And then in the next scene, the guy who had a heart transplant plans a heart attack <laughs> <laughs> from the coffee like do they say it was from the coffee no it's not from the coffee it's because but like he's been he's just he shouldn't be drinking like, coffee no, he, having he, that he, like he's just been doing a bunch of shit he shouldn't be doing after a heart transplant but just it was just the sequence of events where they go on this <laughs> lovely date they share this instant coffee and then in the next scene he's just like collapsed on a field and you're like the coffee tried to kill him <laughs> Which I don't think I don't think was the intention of I, coffee. Can, can you imagine the sponsor watching that and being like, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> that is shot. I, I just remember laughing, like the memes that came out of it were like, heart stopping coffee. <laughs> uh, it's so strong. <laughs> oh, so good. I'm going to bring up Sawyer Haunted House a lot just because there are a lot of things That's that I liked in it. You liked it. That's fine. <laughs> so in Sawyer Haunted House, underwear, PPL. Underwear. <laughs> mm -hmm. A side character, like, got underwear from his girlfriend and he, it's like in cans, the way it's yeah, packaged. Yeah. And it's, it's like showing him open and he's just so jazzed about this underwear from his, like, long, his distant girlfriend or something. And he's talking to his best buddy about it. He's like, here, have one. So... And that's not the one, like, they do that again later on, talking about the underwear. They were all about the underwear. It's just really They do funny. it in Stranger, too. He gets it as, like, a lawyer gift. <laughs> a lawyer gift. Too. I can't remember what there's one, really but good. there's another one that had the can. Maybe underwear. it was, like, Touch Your Heart? Was oh, it? yeah, maybe. Oh, maybe. Because I, 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 I feel wanna... like it was it was Dong Wook, so, no. like, yeah. Yeah. That seems right. <laughs> I do want to have a very small side tangent. I won't go too long on it. So I did have a runner-up of Jury-san. <laughs> Near the end, for some reason, this random character shows up on the hiking trail and starts giving, like, a little slender pouch. I assume it's just a supplement of some type that you just, like, a powder supplement that you just mm -hmm. suggest. It looked like a beauty thing, though. But the way it was given and the way the show tone is like kind of mysterious and suspenseful in that moment. And then you keep seeing, you keep having scenes where these people are giving this same supplement to all of the rangers. And it was actually kind of terrifying. Like, <laughs> yeah, that sounds because terrifying. We're, we're dealing with the serial killer on the other end of things. Yeah. Who has been giving people things to make them not be around literally poisons people with banana milk <laughs> <laughs> so like all of a sudden these people seemed pleasant but they would like get caught doing something illegal and they'd be like oh here have this thing ranger you work hard I'm like are you <laughs> like, trying to poison all the rangers come to find out they're all just a part of the same family the family of a ranger person it was just like but they still kept pushing it and mm -hmm. it, it didn't fit into anything anyway it was very it was very obviously PPL, but also the execution was like super questionable, in my opinion. It, it gave me <laughs> it weird does, vibes. I, it kind of, I wonder if like, again, kind of like with the coffee, if the if the sponsor watched it and went, oh, 
oh no, oh no, oh no, that's oh, not no. what I was hoping for no. here. <laughs> like, it was clearly, like, completely unintentional. Like, it was not, yeah. that was not supposed to be what you were gathering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not sure that it was intentional this, like, in Jerusalem yeah. either, but, like, contextually, it was very yeah. off Like, yeah. It would have been a very obvious PPL anyway, but, like, it was just really tonally. It's funny that you mentioned that, because I just read somebody, um, Korean, who was, like, talking about how her mother said that the product placement in Jerusalem ruined it, but the product placement they were talking about was product placement for equipment for like mountain climbing equipment and gear no, and stuff and i was like that's, that's appropriate product i, I felt like that was very appropriate in it but yeah, that's what like her, in her Korean mother's opinion that was what ruined the the entire show was the and i was like the, the mountain equipment co-op like <sighs> product placement in the mountain climbing show that seems the like so appropriate I don't think it was Mr. Toast, but it was a, like a brand like Mr. Toast, you know, the like egg sandwiches oh, that they make. Yeah, the yeah. egg yeah, drop. Should, yeah. Yeah, they had that They're too. They're always eating it. Eating They're it just had a lot. It's like, oh, we're they having a meeting. Here, here's your egg sandwich. It's like, okay. Because <laughs> you know, you know what? You're in the mountains. You, Where did yeah. you get delivery from? Who? Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, also, do you know what's the perfect thing to eat when you're in close quarters with a large group of people? Egg sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> so we have one final drama award, and this was a request from our, the great people over on our Discord. And it was, uh, what place in a drama would you most want to live? I think the Witch's Diner. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it was very darkly lit, so maybe you couldn't see like all aspects of it, but it was a pretty cool place. And then there was a really neat basement with a lot of really neat magical items that I think were pretty fun. The one I picked, it was both easy and difficult to pick for me because I watched a drama this year called Monthly Magazine Home. And a large portion of the drama is them just going to these gorgeous homes and like interviewing the people who live there because that mm-hmm. they have like a, you know, they run like a home magazine. Like that's, but anyway, there was one house because there was one plot line where they're going to interview this woman who built her own house, but she built it like, one of those thin tall houses to fit between two buildings and a tiny parcel of land. This house was sick. And because this house also went against like the main dude was like, you should build houses to be like investments to sell. And she's like, no, I built this house to be perfect for me as a person. It had like a sick library, like everything was like vertical. It was so cool. Mm -hmm. Would live in that house. Would live in actually. I, to be honest, I would live in every single house that was on that show. They were all incredible, but that house was cool as hell. Mm. Cool as hell house. I picked the house slash business from Sell Your Haunted House mm. just because I thought it was like really cool and gothic and dark, and I really like that. Even though I don't like furniture that's like gothic and dark, because I like my furniture really comfy, and none of that mm-hmm. is ever comfy. But just like. <laughs> It's so pretty. And uh, like, there was a one point uh, during this whole entire time of not having a job. I was like, maybe I'll just like do some models of like different drama things. And I decided not to, because at the end of the day, that would cost money after doing it for a while. Um, But I have like so many pictures of that, like specific house business. And I just think it's like 
really cool and creepy and yeah I want a haunted house Hmm. I want it (laughs) and in a way it was almost its own character like not quite Hmm. its own character but because it was haunted by a character you know Mm -hmm. there was more Mm -hmm. importance to it in the drama yeah yeah for sure um the one that popped right into my mind it's not technically from a drama it's from a variety show but in the variety show new world they all Mm. sort of described their dream home and everything and then they're you know and the moment park naray walks into her home i am like i would live in this house this is exactly how i would decorate my home we are clearly soulmates all the bright colors and the patterns and the would you have the fancy bar that she has? Does she yeah. still? I haven't seen it yet, but she, does she still have the house where you like come in and it's the kitchen and then the bar? And then like at the very top, I think it's like her third floor. It's the like full like outdoor yeah. space. Yeah. Well, like she's got a huge outdoor space, but she like shares with um, like Sungi is mm. downstairs mm. in the downstairs apartment. And then she's got the upstairs with this like nice big balcony and this big like yeah it yeah it is it's got like a big outdoor space and Kai's little Mediterranean house speaks to me as a person it's like sure there's nothing in it but there's something about it there's a lot of neat houses and spaces in that Mm -hmm. show my mind was actually very blown I was like either I I don't know how they executed all of that. Mm -hmm. Like, it really made me think of, because it is on an island, or it looks like an island anyway. Maybe maybe they somehow visually lie about that, but they sure made it look like it's all on an island. To where I was like, wow, they they worked very hard making this happen. Like, I was just very impressed. So that was it for our main drama awards. Now we move on to our music awards. Dun, 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 dun. If, if, if it was a real award show, like a K-pop group a would be performing, brand. yeah, like, <laughs> there would be a performance right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we're all like, kind of like offbeat, like clapping to them in like, our fancy garb. Unless it's um, like JYP doing a really questionable, like, <laughs> and then we're all Jackson, like staring in horror. Great. <laughs> Great. So, just kick off our music award of the year. What was our it says best music video, but I feel like it's more, what was our favorite yeah, music video right. this year? Funny I should mention Jackson because it's Jackson Wang. Uh, <laughs> who's going to drive you home? That video Ooh. with the trip, it really uh, takes you on a, a roller coaster. So then that was, yeah, there's been a few really great music videos mm-hmm. this year, um, but that one really sticks in my head. So mine is a song that's currently playing. It's like at the very end of the song. And that's because <laughs> from Dreamcatcher. Yeah. It's just so cool. It's at this like abandoned um, amusement park. Their whole entire concept was this like summer, creepy carnival obsessed person vibe. And it just works so well for that, like that song and just like Dreamcatcher in general. And it's just so good so good <laughs> like there's this one part where they're in like um i don't know what the ride is called but it's where you're it's that big circle where you usually like sit at the like very edge of the circle and it spins around and you're mm-hmm. essentially there like you're pressed up against because of the forces mm-hmm. you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. yeah and so there's like one part where they're like singing in the middle of it and it's like striped paint it's just so good <laughs> i haven't seen it. i should <laughs> 
mine was like a surprise one that literally just came out like a week ago. And that was the uh, vampiric delight that was drink it by the boys. See, I like the boys other stuff too, but there's something really good about this music video. I, I, will, story. I will mention about that one. It was put out by that app, Universe. Universe. I'm just going to say the way those drop and stuff, often whenever they were released this year, you could only watch like less than two minutes of it or something. Yeah. And so then the past month or so, they finally released all the music, yeah. the, the whole thing. And so then it's like, yay, I get to see the whole awesome story that I was wondering this whole time. Yeah. And it was, it was really good. So my pick is, um, and I will say this is recent, but I get a big kick out of this type of music video. So The Real mm. by ATs. It feels like a live action anime take on something. Yeah. Seventeen has done one before where it's like, oh, these members are part of this gang and these mm-hmm. members. I, I always get a huge kick out of those type of storylines. So like, I was just very pleased. Also, since they performed it as a stage thing and then when they made the like the music video is a much more grand version of it. Mm. The costuming's great. Like I just, mm-hmm. as soon as it came out I was like on Twitter and I was like it is giving very um road to high low you know that yeah. high low franchise like it very feels like that and I had other people were like that's exactly what I thought so like I'm like I don't know if that was their inspiration or not but like if it was they nailed it <laughs> and, and definitely what it felt like very good so what was our favorite comeback of the year so I'm going to be super predictable, but Astro's one comeback was like super, super fun. Mm-hmm. I really, yeah, really enjoyed it. Was. it. There's an aspect to that song and music video. It feels a little almost second gen. Just, I, I don't know. just has. It's a really good comeback. Like, it's a really it good feels song. like an SM Entertainment music it video. Does. I'm not mm, gonna it, does. it does, actually. The, mo- the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, I need to show my husband who is the SM Entertainment stand of the household. <laughs> And sure enough, when he watched, he's like, yeah, I really like that. I was like, I think I do this. This is really a tie between two comebacks because they were both sick as hell and they were both from the same person. And that were Sunmi's comebacks this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, one for Tail and one for You Can't Sit With Us. Um, wow, Tail was this year? That's crazy. Yes, it was. crazy that Tail was this year. Right? Yeah, just both iconic as hell like listen while i actually like the song you can't sit with us better i have to say the actual comeback of tail was Mm. wild wild to the fact that they had to alter their performance for network television because it was too much (laughs) too sexy (laughs) too sexy I just love that dance move where her leg becomes like a tail. Like yeah, and all, and all the behind her dancer's legs yeah. are like, like the other, yeah, the other so nine tails. Like a whole yeah. nine tail. Yeah. It's, oh, there was a definite Gumi Ho moment this year. Yeah. 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 And, then, yeah. Well, like, and then there was the whole, you know, seducing her backup dancer on stage as part of like, I can see why it was a bit much for Korean television, but it was not a bit much for my heart because I thought it was great. <laughs> so mine is going to be predictable if you know me you know that i'm going to say 2 p.m's must come yes. back yes. my favorite it's the first comeback that i've been on like twitter and part of the actual fandom because mm-hmm. i've been a fan mm-hmm. 
but I was just doing all by myself. Like it was just, you know, yeah. YouTubing yeah. It by myself. And so it was the first time that I actually had like people around that were like really excited for it and were talking about it. And it was fun for that re- respect. And it was fun to see yeah. all the guys again and doing some things. And it was just, just so good. This year largely was terrible. And the reason I could watch everything is not what I wanted. It did make some of those times where I was mm-hmm. like not being able to sleep, but could like sit and watch a like a live mm-hmm. at 3 a.m. and be fine. And I wouldn't have been able to do that with any other year. So even though I don't like what happened, like it was a nice kind of like way to kind of not think about things and just kind of immerse myself in just following the 2 p.m. comeback stuff. You had the you had the time. Yeah. yeah. Not that you wanted yeah. the time, but you had it. Yeah. So like, you got to spend I would have much rather not had the yeah. time. I would have much I rather did. like watched everything like delayed and stuff. But since I was yeah. here, it was a nice little thing to do while right. I had it. For me, I would say it is key coming back mm, from the military. Oh, it was, and it was a you know, good comeback. I mean, Shiny had mm. their thing too. Like, and that's great. Shiny. Yay. But for me, it's key. I love key solo stuff. So I love helium so much. And I love Mm. like that whole, all the songs, bad love, like it, it's all good. It is always good. Key is always good. So. Mm -hmm. Well, and then even bonus album packaging for bad love. Oh yeah. The album packaging was great. Yeah. Yeah, He's, he's so like, meticulous Uh, yeah like he you know yeah he does I mean I feel like in a sense it should be like DPR Ian should be my Mm -hmm. pick but it doesn't feel like I know we call them comebacks but like my old lady brain still like to me a comeback has to be came back from something and like DPR (sighs) Ian this was his like basically Mm -hmm. his debut so like it doesn't feel like a comeback so he came back so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so our next category what was our favorite new artist and new group Limujin. i i really you know he was a delight it was a delight mm-hmm. to you know look deeper into his stuff for this and a lot of the newer stuff that i got turned on to this year were not new debuts this year they were people mm-hmm. who have been around yeah. for a while and they were new to me but not new debuts so as far as new debuts go I adore the kid and yeah no uh, for me it was the girl group purple kiss uh, mm. I know that they had been delayed a while so they kind of did a like a pre-release that I really loved and then they came out with their debut and I just like equally love them they're in the same entertainment group as Mamamoo so they have that kind of thing but they're also mm. doing a little bit different because a couple of the members are actually producing and writing the songs and from the very beginning too. And I think that's like an interesting thing that you don't get to see a lot, sadly, with especially female groups and like Mm -hmm. brand new with their like debut songs. They had like one of the girls at least wrote or produced it. So like, I think that's like an interesting take and they've all got that kind of like jazzy vocal quality that like Mamamoo has. So if you like Mamamoo, I think you'll like them. Um, and they're doing a little bit different with their con or their comebacks and their like concepts. They're not like following like a true concept, but they're doing a little bit darker, but it's not, it's like 
interesting. It's like they're doing goth, but not really. It's not like mm. you hear that a lot in their like actual songs. Like they did a comeback where they had a zombie song, and the zombie song's really up, like you know, high and fun and energetic. And they were like two zombies. Yeah, and I think they're <laughs> yeah. it's just they're a fun group to watch, and I think they're going to continue to be really great. And I've loved everything that I've heard so far, so I'm like happy to see more from them. For mine, this is a very new debut that I was resisting. Oh, <laughs> I, was, I know what I it was, is. I was not, I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. Like, I got too many groups that I already like. I don't need another one. But God damn it. JYP put out an emo group. Extinary yeah. um, <laughs> Heroes. Um, and they only have a single song out. Yes, really, they're it. new, 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 new. That song is so good. <laughs> I agree. In terms of like my favorite new boy group. <laughs> yeah. I would I would did not want another group to add to my arsenal, but unfortunately, here we are. JYP's we are. division said no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm in. I'm in it now. Like, you got me. Congratulations. <laughs> what about you, Sky? Uh, for me it's billy spelled with three l's because there's they even have meaning behind that you know you know how they always have meanings behind that stuff right i love that they've like transformed into not um their numbers being in the like number of like syllables or consonants they have instead of an actual number like weekly it's like weekly So Billy, the reason I was paying attention to them was because Moon Sua is Moonbin's sister. And she's been working on debuting for a few, like a few years. And then she kind of, I think she even changed mm-hmm. companies for a bit. I mean, so I've just kind of been aware of that. But Billy's uh, main song, Ring Ring, is just very, very different. Um, it, it's really fun to watch the, uh, oh my gosh, I'm spacing on what it is. The classical music react people. Oh, yes. react, react to, to the, the K. K. React to the K. I couldn't think of like that other. React to the K. All, all the reactors of that video of them watching Ring X Ring is just really fascinating for them to break down like what on earth is going on in the song because mm-hmm. and it was because it was like blowing their minds. <laughs> and even even before they released the video, uh, Umu like she had put out a tweet like, "Pray for me," because like. They all went deep into like the musical theory of everything of this song, and I have to edit it all down. But uh, I just, I really, I really do love the entire album that they did and stuff. So Billy is a good time, mm. and they even, they even already had to come back. Just FYI, Snowy Night, I think is Snowy it's Night. Yeah, I was and, just looking at it. Winter song. Yeah, and they, they had a, another member that came back. Yeah, it's from for, one of the groups one of, of the, the like a, one of the competition shows. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. yeah, I can't remember what it is. It's a cute song. Yeah, and the little the Yeti's cute in the music yeah, video. The artwork <laughs> for it. They yeah, they do some really cool. That's actually like a really great music video to watch because they play around with like the aspect ratio and the like actual um, frame rate of it too. So it's got this like old jittery like home movie, but not. 
like, it almost hmm. it almost kind of feels like the whole you know like Rudolph or like the animatronic yeah like where it's like stop <laughs> motion but it's like them actually there it's not like a, a yeah. illustrated thing yeah hmm. yeah I like the vibe of the music video a lot so I really really do like them and I think that as far as the backstory of the group and stuff they say that they just really want to bring like warm feelings to everybody it's it, it's going to be interesting what direction the concepts keep coming with that mm-hmm. group so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, our next one is what was our favorite girl group this year it can be the same answer it's all good (laughs) i mean for me yeah it's probably billy i mean i've listened to them a lot (laughs) hey yeah hey that's fine for me it's as it is every year twice um (laughs) they kill it every year listen they're bringing box after box and the fun don't stop okay I mean, can you guess? Dreamcatcher, of course. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> We're also just like mysterious people <laughs> and with mysterious answers. Um, <laughs> for me, it's itsy. It hmm. again probably hmm. should surprise no one. I have my adorable light ring sitting here. Um, <laughs> it's you know, they just they're a good time. I enjoy them. Their one song, the swipe song, is like trending on TikTok. It's so oh. always like me and on a day, swipe, swipe, swipe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, that this gets makes stuck. sense. Makes sense. Yeah. I, you know, we were talking about cowboy concepts and I was like, I'm sure Itzy had, well, no, they just had like cowboy themed music with Wild Wild West, but they didn't like, you know, have a cowboy comeback this year, but that's all right. You know, they, they do fun stuff. They had more like a mobster thing going on. It, it's all good. I I like it all. They're adorable and I love them. Next one, we're going to follow it up with what was your boy group of the year? ONF. It's yes. ONF. You know, it just it just is because it is. <laughs> so, you know, there, the video for Beautiful Beautiful sort of grabbed my attention and then it was like, oh, this group and I've never heard of them before and Spotify said you like all of their songs what are you talking about and I was like I do okay I guess I should pay attention and you know deep dive so now I have military time to look forward to but that's okay that's fine catch up this is what like military is good for you can catch up on things watch some of their variety shows or their interviews it's true it's true (laughs) I mean, 2 p.m., obviously. <laughs> I mean, what more do you want what? me to tell you? <laughs> obviously. Like, mine's kind of a tie because while I want to say 17 because I love everything, we all oh, know, we know. Stray Kids. We know it's yeah. Stray Kids, so I'm just going like, <laughs> well, well, to right. say Stray Kids. So sometimes it becomes, what was the one that pounced on you this year, too? That's true. That's true. Like, listen, 17 is a long-standing abiding love of mine. Okay. (sighs) Like I've loved 17 since they debut. However, (laughs) stray stray kids. (laughs) Stray kids. My my husband the other day was like, You were talking about stray kids. He's starting to get into stray kids a bit. I'm like, yes, I was talking about them the other day. I figured you would like that. One of us. One of us. Welcome, husband. Welcome. (laughs) I always feel like ATs and stray kids just exist in the same universe. Like, yeah, yeah. They're like concepts a little bit. They just 
Mm-hmm. Listen, like Stray Kids and Seventeen, they're that meme. You know, the one of like the pink and purple house next to like the goth house. <laughs> That's Stray Kids and Seventeen. They're the same house, different <laughs> colors. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like different vibe, same house. So for me, since I kind of went with who counts on me this year, we all know that was Pentagon. We did an episode mm-hmm. for my birthday mm-hmm. of Pentagon. Mm-hmm. So yes, Pentagon. And of course I had to like get into them when two members were, I mean, one of the members is now out of the military, but now one is in it. So that's fine. That's fine. It's fine. <laughs> now we have uh, best K-band. What was your K-band of the year? So that's just really hard. Like that's an unfair <laughs> question, is, isn't it? So, because so I just wrote out names and I put or or, but like <laughs> <laughs> and and and. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Since I'm doing the pounce thing, I'm gonna have to say it was one week because okay. I did get in more into one week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Though, I mean, that's not to say that I don't love in flying a lot. Because I do. True. I'm not forgetting about it. Anymore. Do no one, no one's, no one's saying you. Are. We have enough love in our heart to accept multiple yeah. people. Because okay. the thing about it is, the more love you give, the more you have to give. You know. Well, and essentially, like when K-pop band music comes out, it's like I want to listen to it all. <laughs> Usually, mm-hmm. it's I'm true. That's true. It's true. Through that, it's true. Day six subunit even of day had yes. a couple comebacks here, and I bought all the albums. So I did too. <laughs> from, from money purchases made alone, I'm gonna have to go with even of day. <laughs> even of day is a solid choice. They're doing it's some really solid, good. Stuff. They're good. They're a good choice. They're a good choice. So uh, we all know my love for day six. However, I am going to throw a curveball on this and go with sky <laughs> because. One we has stolen my yeah, heart. Like they strong. started to last year to the point I had them like on my top 25 list of the year. And this year was the year that they solidified my love for them. They're so good. And I think they're underrated in terms of K bands because they actually do a little bit different than a lot of the other K bands. And they're solid rock ballad people. Like that's mm. where they shine. Like I, nobody's mm-hmm. doing it as good as them in terms of the like k-pop idol bands um they're just phenomenal and i really like them it's also charming mm. that they were a group before they were like in their current yeah. mm-hmm. um company like the fact that they you know they're a bunch of friends that made a band yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah for me i guess technically it's not k-pop band but um it probably rolls more to the indie side but uh trpp who did basically like half the soundtrack if not more for inspector Coup. i am in love i mm-hmm. love everything it's it's all all good and i want to listen to it all the time so they're very good they are my choice what's your favorite solo act this year okay again i feel like i should say dpr ian <laughs> did the whole episode i but when I go through my top 100 songs of the year kind of thing, Woods is all over the place. Hmm. It is clearly Good choice. Good my choice. heart says Woods. So I, <laughs> I, I mean, I, there you go. as we said before, 
lots of room in our hearts for everybody. That's I right. I love Ian. He is right up there and apparently has new music coming out soon. So, or at least planned for the new year. So that'll be exciting. But yeah, Woods shows up a lot and he had a lot of singles and albums and stuff going on all year long. So it's all good. Uh, for me, it's the Soul of Sorry. She's, mm. I guess, indie-esque. I actually don't know what her label is. So I don't know if I can say indie because she might be at a major label. But you've <laughs> heard her like in a bunch of things. She was the female voice in TXT's, uh, the, oh God, what's it called? Love Song. Love Song. Mm. And uh, Jay has uh, done some stuff with her and kind of featured mm-hmm. her. And she was at the head in the clouds is that what they called it the concert with cl and jay and a lot of the people mm. from 88 rising um i just oh, think yeah. she's so good she's uh kind of got this like r&b vibe to her and uh she's mm. got a really interesting voice like the way that she does stuff and she kind of plays in this kind of like interesting world especially with her first like couple of songs um they came out last year they're very like unique I don't even know who to describe it as, but you know, she's got like kind of a unique take to stuff, but she has a lot of good like duets and features on a lot of stuff, but just her solo work is also incredible. And I think she's definitely one to keep on because she's gotten like really popular in this past year. And I think she's going to continue to be, and she's just got a really great voice. And I, I've liked every single song that she's put out. So she's definitely my favorite. For me, Jesse, not our Jesse, rapper Jesse, <laughs> was with killing eye. it this year. <laughs> Jesse with an eye was killing it this year. I love pretty much every one of her comebacks was really good. And also, I've been really enjoying watching her variety, her talk show that she does. It's on YouTube, uh, Showed Her View with Jesse. But she's been killing it. Like she, and it looks like she's she's she you know she's at P Nation now, so she mm-hmm. can do basically seems to be able to do whatever she I think wants, it's the greatest like, like one of the best things yeah. that they could have done is P Nation get her and yeah, yeah. I think she's thriving and on Hiuna, yeah. she's thriving there I mean yeah. she just did mm-hmm. a like she has a collaboration with Ed Sheeran like yeah yeah what? it's her and Sunny okay isn't it yeah, yeah. I think yeah. so it's just such a weird like okay all right he keeps and he keeps on popping up here and there doesn't he yeah yeah, yeah he does yeah. surprise <laughs> <laughs> So mine is Astro MJ's Get Set Yo. Mm-hmm. So he, MJ has been super busy the past couple of years, but very much so this year in particular. He did a lot of musicals, um, even just recently finished another turn at a musical, Jack the Ripper. Like he was a part of that, part of Favorite Entertainment and Super mm-hmm. 5 last year. So that was a trot group listeners that might might not remember or know but mj is the first astro member to have a solo debut but they they do have one other unit they have a duo unit that did debut but mj is the first one to do solo and if you don't know mj he's a very very uplifting bubbly person he's the oldest member and that's kind of how he always he just tries to always uplift Mm. the mood of everybody around Mm. him no matter Mm. what he's doing and no matter if he knows people or not that's very much what the song is about and he just had a really really fun time with it but then and the behind the scenes he would talk about like 
it was really hard for him to do it by himself because he wasn't used to it. He's very mm-hmm. used to having a group setting. And so, because he, he would say stuff like, usually I'd be able to rest while someone else is filming something. <laughs> I don't get to rest. I have to keep going. And full time he's smiling because that's the way he yeah. does things. But it was just really cute. And they, there was a, a trot singer girl, younger girl, who was also in the music video and performed with him a fair bit. And he had a great time, like, performing with her and even behind the scenes they were just really really cute together doing stuff so it was just really fun and he won a trot show award and that was nice yeah love to see it yeah Mm -hmm. he he was really shocked by that he was really happy so what was our favorite non-k-pop musical something or other this year i'm I'm still gonna go with korean Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tag back to Lee Moo-jin because we did an episode on him. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But he was a joy. And actually, it was nice to also looking into him and kind of looking into that show and also mm-hmm. uh-huh. checking out the other mm-hmm. artists for that as well. Yeah. But Lee Moo-jin, he, he's a treat. And even, re, you know, since it's award show time mm-hmm. in Korea, like seeing, seeing some of his performances have been really fun so far. My pick was uh, Lee Mujin. <laughs> I, just, I just think he's great. I just think he's great. I Listen, I don't need to add that much more to it. There's a whole episode about it. So Lee Mujin. Go check it out. Sick as hell. <laughs> listen to that episode. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's a fairly new to me act. I think I found them in like October, but they quickly become my favorite artist, new to me Ooh. artist of the year. And I'm just like obsessed with them now. Um, and, and it's the alt rock band called Trap. T R A P. Nice. I'm sorry, they're very hard to find because trap is like a, a <laughs> genre, and you know, trap. Yeah, is a band. yeah. yeah. There's like other like English named people. Um, you can't even like trap band. No, it gives you. Yeah, it's yeah. really hard. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of like go through like songs and stuff, or like they're like find you know the hangul of it and go through it that way mm-hmm. um but they're fantastic i love them so much and i constantly am playing their album because they just like i think it was in october or a little before that is when they released their kind of full album and they've been around for a couple of years but i don't know how much they've done because i can only judge by like what spotify gives me and that's not a mm-hmm. the, a judge of a Korean group that's just like when they decided to go on to Spotify but Mm -hmm. uh, if you're into like alt rock I think you'll love them like it's just so good I'm so like so into them (laughs) like (laughs) go into them for me I went R&B uh Ocean from the Blue I adore this kid I love his voice I love his style I love everything about him and he collaborates with like everybody that I love so like it's just match made in heaven I get to listen to everybody and uh, I enjoy it all so he's just he's very smooth grooves is is very much his thing and I agree I really hmm. like him he he's just and he's a delightful little like bean he's on Twitter and he's not there all the time but when he is he pops up with a little smile and I hey I love you guys and he calls his fans his little fishes, right? Because mm-hmm. he's the, you know, like it's cute. Of course, you know, he, he said something really the other day about his little fishes, and there was like 
I, you know, like a BTS person right in there, stream tuna fish or whatever that song is with Janet. Like, okay. <laughs> but it was just, it was cute. He's, he's just, I adore him. So our final in the music category. What was our favorite non-Korean musical act or individual this year? Well, my favorite that I got turned on to this year is uh, Khalil Fong, another R&B artist, a Chinese R&B artist. Mm-hmm. So good. Um, but he hasn't really released any music other than he does OSTs for some like children's animated program, like these little like science songs and stuff. And so those are cute, but like they're not really... They're good songs. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm not saying they're not good because they are. They're good songs, but um, probably, they're not really what you're looking for. Probably, yeah. Like generally speaking, in my mom life, I choose to not listen to children's theme songs. Educational. Fair enough. Fair enough. I got enough of that. I got to go with Jackson again. He's, mm. uh, you know, yeah, because he's Jackson and he just. He puts out such good music and a lot of it. He's been prolific this year. So, so for me, it's like obviously, like <laughs> I'm a broken record. And if you've like listened to us in the past and listened to our like what we're listening to episodes, you know, I like talk about bandmate a lot. I just think mm-hmm. they're incredible. They came out with a album, a full album. I think it was like summertime, maybe. I don't know. Mm. Time is meaningless right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. But they're just mm-hmm. so good. And I know that they really don't need like a lot of like persuading on people because they actually have pretty solid fan base and they're pretty popular. But they're just, it's an all female rock group and they're just out of Japan and they're fantastic. And if you haven't listened to them yet and you keep on putting them off, now is your time to listen to them because they're just so good. And I love their perform their performances are so entertaining too. Mm. Yeah, and they put up a lot of like, especially the past couple of years, they put up a lot of like live clips because they go concert fairly often, but you know, because of pandemic, they haven't been doing that. So they've been well, like, yeah. you know, putting clips on stuff and they've been doing like online concerts a lot. I just and can never do them because they're too much money, but they're so good. So good. For me, I was very pleasantly surprised by actor-singer Mew Supposit, who decided to just become an indie artist this year. He's kind of a full package, though. Talented, beautiful voice, beautiful face. But he has, like, a real nice indie vibe, and I'm really vibing with it, which apparently a lot of people are, because Hmm. he managed to get on, like, the billboard, like, top 20 or Mm -hmm. I don't know how. But he did it. It was just like, I, you do you, boo-boo. Like, Didn't he just it. come out with another thing with Sam Kim? Yeah. Yeah. He did. So he's right. uh, he's apparently taking this music career and going with it. That's awesome. Him. Kudos to him. I think so he from- has a PhD. Like, I think he's done it all. Like, sorry. I just, <laughs> wow. Just he's busy. Well, yeah. He, he, so for me, um, I, I don't necessarily listen to them all the time, but when I remember to turn them on, I, I'm just always just really really happy to listen to them soko Naru, soko not nanaru you're way better at saying it than i am jesse it would be but i have to actually be looking at it <laughs> <laughs> so soko naru rock and they have 
a female and a male vocalist. And they also the female, I think she plays the bass and he plays the guitar. Mm-hmm. And they shred like crazy, but also their vocals together are just so, 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 so good. Very and good. I pretty much I, I pretty much go through phases of like listening to them nonstop for a while and then I'll get distracted by like a K-pop comeback and stuff. And I'll be like, oh, so Kunar, <laughs> like I love them. I need to go. And th- they released a, a full album this year, I believe. Mm-hmm. Seven, <laughs> something about seven materials or something. So really, really good. I, I do encourage people to go check them out. I mean, if you like, if you like heavier stuff, it is not a, mm-hmm. it is not rock light. It is on the heavier stuff. <laughs> so now it is time, ladies. It is time for the Grand Awards, the mm-hmm. Day Sangs of the Nuna Day Sangs, where we say what our drama of the year and our song of the year was. They're the top of the tops, the best of the top best. Top of the top. Best of the best for us personally. Amanda, Are we doing both the at the same time? Like, No, no, we'll do drama. drama. No, do, okay. Should we do song of the year first, then drama of the year, or drama of the year, then song of the year? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Drama of the year, Amanda. What's your top drama? Navalera. Mm. I hit all the, checked all my boxes. <clears throat> Sports, yep. Made me cry, yep. Beautiful people doing beautiful things. And uh, it was just, and not too many episodes. Mm-hmm. It told the story it wanted to tell, and then it left. And that, <laughs> I love that in a That's drama. The key. No yeah. filler. No, exactly. So now, Jesse, I feel like you and I might have the same answer. Uh, I feel like we do. Mm. Um, I feel like we probably have the same answer for what our top drama of the year is. I think it's a drama that really made us happy mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the whole entire time. Um, that is the drama happiness. 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 A 10 so out of good. 10 for so me. Good. I loved mm-hmm. every second of it. There was nothing that misstepped. Mm-hmm like out of like what I wanted from the drama um I just think it's just it was so good it was just a solid drama it was I love everything about it like Like, I can't like I can't even put into words especially because I've had like now a whole bottle of soju (laughs) (laughs) like I can't express how much I love this drama with words the characters were phenomenal um Mm -hmm. I think the thriller aspect of it was just out of this world because it like not only played with the thriller aspect in like how terrible the humans were but also like the unknown and the zombie parts of it and I think it just encapsulated what would really happen Mm -hmm. in these types of things I loved every second and I could not wait for the new episodes to come on that drama it was just yeah phenomenal and literally, like, so I was watching it. It's also my favorite drop of the year. Like, <laughs> surprise, surprise. After I'd finish every episode, I would then have to immediately go and, like, barrage my husband with, like, get what happened on the show. <laughs> like, I gotta tell you everything that went on this episode. Like, it's wild, honey. So good. I wish, like, I actually wish that it wasn't on Viki. I wish it was on Netflix so I could convince more people to watch it. Yes, absolutely. Uh-huh. Absolutely. That is its only downfall. Mm -hmm. Is is it uh, like Vicky subscription only too? I don't know about that. See, that's what I've wondered about it. It's a TVN, so does that make a difference? You you know, if you could convince somebody to hop over to Vicky if they could watch it without the subscription. 
description. Yeah. That would be kind mm-hmm. of the question. And it was, I understand there'd be ads and stuff. But. Yeah. And it was also yeah. one of those things that like uh, the perfect amount of episodes, it didn't mm-hmm. like try to linger. It didn't try to do that thing where it like sets up for like a, a second season. They f- So I, I just looked, I just looked it up. It is under Viki standard, but it has a few free episodes to try to entice people mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. But uh just everything so about good. it, the all of the <laughs> actors did phenomenally. It just I know. it's definitely one of those Thank shows you. that I would I would recommend to a wide variety of people mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm just saying, you know, because I'm a, I'm kind of a barometer for like a scaredy cat crew of people. Thriller heavy, yes, you see <laughs> zombies, but it is not like Kingdom or something. It is not yeah. okay. To me, it's, that's a, I'm still that's sitting on the fence, but like I want to watch it, but it does it does have it. I'm and just I, saying to, yeah. to me, to me, Sweet Home, Sweet Home is like out of my realm. Oh sweet yeah, no, this is, is not in my Sweet realm. Home. Like okay. no, um, sweet, this is not Sweet Home. Sweet Home is I just, heavier. I will say that like if you were the type of person who wants to like skip all that stuff, like you would be di- mm. doing a like a huge disservice, like yeah. to mm-hmm. the overall plot. In in the show, the the scary stuff. Ain't the it's, zombies. It's the humans. Uh, Not the zombies. No. Nope. It, it's mm-hmm. just it's just the human's ability to be terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, sometimes zombie shows they don't really go into explaining things much as far as like how and mm-hmm. why. Mm-hmm. It does a very good job laying that out, but in a way that's not like reading a screen. It's very mm-hmm. tell as you go, explain mm-hmm. as you go, not in a weird pedantic way. Like it's all mm-hmm. it's all very well done. It's all very well done. Like it was definitely in the oh. running for my top. So my predictable my top is sell your haunted house because, <laughs> mm-hmm. because it brought me yes it brought me a lot of joy it just did during during that period when that it was it's on. on my top list i agree yeah. I, yeah. I had and i am not saying it is not for everybody it really mm-hmm. isn't it is creepy enough that there are some people that it will not be their jam and that mm-hmm. is totally fine because i don't want i don't want people to think oh it's <laughs> still accessible to everybody no i wouldn't really necessarily say that yeah. but i did like the way they handled everything and I even liked you kind of had the whole like sunshine character a little he wasn't totally sunshine but he was kind of the jokey jokey mm-hmm. type. yeah mm-hmm. he definitely was not and I definitely even liked that aspect because typically it would be the serious guy yeah. and the playful girl that and they also didn't do that thing where when the like funny things happened they didn't over take scenes that shouldn't be happy Uh it might have like started to be funny and then there's like the realization of like the turn in the like what's going on and he immediately turns and in another drama they wouldn't Uh do that they keep up the humor and Uh I absolutely love that about that show there were definitely times it's like Uh oh is this gonna I I would kind of wonder if the humor was gonna extend weird and it never did it would stop it was always very appropriate and I, I loved their relationship because it wasn't mm-hmm. like, oh, we're boyfriend, girlfriend now. Like, it was just, yeah. I appreciated that. Yeah. They I, were I, just... The fact that they didn't try to cram it in in the last couple episodes or something and, like, mm-hmm. make it happen, right? Like, we're going to force this into, like, a, a super romantic, like, now we're telling a rom-com. You're like, it, it yeah. stayed consistent and it told the story it wanted to tell. Mm-hmm. And that was good. The story of giving each, other, giving each other underwear. Yeah, you love to see it. In a can. You love to see it. <laughs> also, I liked how her character 
she would just eat a ton because it would have to have, like she'd spend all of her spiritual energy doing something and mm. she would need to like recoup that but mm. I liked that about her character because it was relatable. just again relatable you don't see female characters that ever do like get to eat a lot yeah mm-hmm. her her character and the level of her character was just so good because even how mm-hmm. she would interact with people she would be like borderline rude but not not mm-hmm. really rude it would just be you don't expect that of a lot of female characters. Female characters aren't mm-hmm. often written like her and get away with that for very long or stay yeah. consistently mm-hmm. that way throughout the entire show. They might be that way in the beginning, but then, oh, they change or something. No, she, yeah. like, she was her character the entire time. I loved it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Go watch mm-hmm. it if you are into that type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And now this one's slightly more difficult because there's more things to pick from. Song <laughs> of the year. Song of the year. <laughs> I, I already have a guess for some other people, but <laughs> everyone already knows mine. Do or not by Pentagon. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, you know, I mean, that's all I listened to for quite some time. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. was just. Mine is Love Song by TXT. Shocker. Um... <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> so good, though. Like. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a really good, it's a really good song. (laughs) So for me, my song of the year is Wonderland by Aimer, who's a Japanese artist. Mm -hmm. So good. So good. (laughs) And like the the video is like a creepy um, Alice in Wonderland type vibe to it, but it's darker. It was a really cool music video. uh, Aimer does like very sweeping orchestral type, like very emotional stuff. And I just love it. Love it. Love it me probably surprising no one it's beautiful beautiful by mm-hmm. ONF because <laughs> that is great the song, song. Great it's, song. I mean it's a great song but that's definitely a decade from now if you say what was the song in 2021 I'm gonna say it was beautiful beautiful by ONF because it just it's this year's song for me so so before we go why don't we just share um a few things that we hope to see in the coming year I guess now more Japanese dramas and it's actually yes. happening. I think I say yeah. this every year, but I, yeah, I think it's actually like happening. Yeah. I mean, did you speak it into existence? I guess so, maybe. Okay. <laughs> You're welcome, yeah, everyone. Gonna, You're I'm gonna welcome. Attempt, I'm going to attempt to speak something into existence that we've been trying to speak into existence for many years. And is uh, that is for Viki to change their uh, business model and start paying subbers. Pay your subbers. Pay Pay your subbers so I don't have to spend three days waiting for subs for the last episode. The fact (laughs) that you are expecting people (sighs) to pay for a service that you are not providing in a timely manner. Sketchy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, by Rakuten, you got the money. Yeah, pay you have the financial backing. Don't yes. pretend you don't. <laughs> and, I mean, we watch this stuff on Netflix. On you know, like everybody else is paying their suburbs and not charging you a whole heck of a lot more than Vicky is. Vicky is not cheap, except for when it comes to paying their suburbs. <laughs> no. Dude. I just, I, I want to see, I love the Netflix push that we've gotten with lots mm. of Netflix, you know, but when I was going through, like, I, I realized that like Netflix has a, like, 
middle-aged man agenda. Like there are a lot of dramas with hot middle-aged dudes in them. And I'm here for that. I really quite appreciate like Uncanny Counter and Mystic <laughs> Pop-Up Bar. And like, there's a lot of dramas with a lot of really attractive age-appropriate men in it. And I appreciate that. So like, please continue. I mean, <laughs> Silent Sea, Gong Yu, mm-hmm. like, hello. Like, let's just, even Squid Games, like Squid Games, the main characters were men in their 30s and 40s like you know we like like they don't all have to be 20 year olds that's all i'm saying i I do i must say um i do appreciate that netflix and i really have like one alignment of goals it seems these days and that is to put lee june in more things so i would like (laughs) to see netflix continue continue Mm -hmm. the lee juneification of its platform Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm they need to not lead me on about the Lee June thing. Don't yeah, they don't, they also true. Don't don't tell me Lee June's in something and I haven't seen him for two episodes. Mm. Just They're, saying. Just putting that out there. So just just saying. <laughs> Stop toying <laughs> with your emotions. <laughs> I, I was I was sold a bill of goods with Lee June in awesome suits. I have not seen a suit yet. I desire to see the suits. And <laughs> I've seen nary a Lee June nor a suit. So. <laughs> These are the things that I require. I actually had a really brilliant thing to say, and then I totally spaced on it, so oh. I don't remember well, what it was. If it comes back you, up, I'll let you know. Yeah, you can tweet it when it when it comes back <laughs> in your brain. Uh, do we have any like personal or podcast goals that we want uh, we want to accomplish in twenty twenty two? I have personal one. So mm-hmm. this past year, I committed to doing a custom list on my drama list of the dramas that I had watched and I kept up with it and that really helped doing this episode this year. I I attempted to do that on Spotify monthly and I failed miserably the past few that's, months. That's harder. That's that's harder. It is harder. So especially I'm, when there's I'm a lot. Rededicating my life and saying that I need to do that on Spotify this year so I don't get so lost with my sort my sorting hmm. of music this year really fell down the tubes and hmm. It's sad when that happens because it's very difficult to reference things at that point. Uh-huh. Agreed. Yeah. I think for me, I want to continue doing something that I started this year, which was focus more on horror and thrillers and that mm. sort of thing, like other the kind of, I don't know, darker genres, especially with my blog and keep up with that because I really have fun with doing it. And it is like genuinely mm. the genre I personally like watching. And so there are people who are into that sort of thing, but uh, I think a lot of like, uh, especially K-drama people are uh, kind of in because they like the rom-coms, which is like totally mm-hmm. fine and acceptable. Like, I'm not saying that. Yeah. I just, I want to keep on talking about like some of those like darker genres, mm-hmm. especially because it's just something I really like doing and like sharing. Mm-hmm. So um, for me, I would really like to watch more older dramas just to like, fill out like a nice balance between newer and older which I clearly <laughs> failed at doing this year like <laughs> you know how it is uh but now it's like more and more becoming available like I swear every week Cocoa adds like 10 that's really true 2012 dramas like uh-huh. it's well, easier even, than ever even our friends Asian crush oh our good friends Asian crush that's true them. Asian crush has been getting a lot of stuff they're kind of showing up on Vicky but I will say 
check Asian crush first. Cause like everybody yeah. has been watching, um, what is it? The absolute boyfriend, the Japanese mm-hmm. original mm-hmm. that has been on Asian crush sub and upload for like months. So mm-hmm. like check Asian crush first before Vicky. I'm just saying yeah. you don't have to even, wait even, for the mm-hmm. subs. Yeah. So some Japanese stuff over there. I mean, like it, it's, it's got a lot stuff. of stuff on Asian mm-hmm. crush. Listen, comparatively to even to when, when we talked about it on our where to watch episode mm-hmm. they've, got, they've, they've like doubled their like catalog mm-hmm. and they have a lot of movies too so check it out listen asian crush we talk a lot of smack about vicky so we are open yeah asian if you crush. want us <laughs> we will take that <laughs> be open between us you see what i mean we literally are looking because we are here and waiting with open the, ass. the assumption is that you pay your suburbs until yeah. we are proved otherwise we are going to yeah. you pay your suburbs <laughs> i think for me personal goals like when we i was going through my list of what i watched this year i realized that i only watched like one maybe two taiwanese dramas and i used to watch a lot more of them and i like them so i want to try to keep my eyeballs open and ready and and you know I watched a lot more Japanese this year than I think I have in previous years and that's a good thing but I want to get back to watching some Taiwanese stuff because I like those yeah Yeah. I think that's like a general thing that I want for the podcast too a little bit more variety and I know that's not like Mm -hmm. actually like a thing that we can always accomplish just because of the nature of like Korean content being the easiest Mm -hmm but always having it at mm-hmm. least in the back of my head to attempt yeah. and just keep it, up with that. And it does feel like, like Netflix is getting more, like it's had currently airing sea dramas and currently airing Taiwanese and, and Japanese even. So like, it feels like we're moving in the right direction mm-hmm. with Netflix at least. I agree. Cause I mean, that's always one of the hard things, right? With, with some of these, we wanted to, oh, it's it's coming out and it's coming mm-hmm. out in time for us to talk about it this week on the, oh, but it's on Vicky and will there be subs in time for us to yeah. watch it and podcast about it? Mm, maybe, who knows? <laughs> so, but Netflix, you don't have to worry about that. If Netflix mm-hmm. says it's coming out on Friday, it will come out on Friday and be fully subbed and be Ooh, out by true. like nine o'clock in the morning or midnight or whatever, but like mm-hmm. it's going to be out. Mm. when you wake up that morning it's probably going to be there exactly i know that like the way i fell into asian dramas was finding taiwanese dramas on netflix but as far as i could tell at the time it definitely seemed like that tended towards just Mm rom-coms back then so if we're getting more like variety of genres Mm -hmm. within those different countries Mm -hmm. as well like that of course was more appeal to like yeah yeah and also Proving to the typical non-Asian drama watcher that, you know, there is, there is a variety of genres. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like we had to explain to someone on Twitter that K-drama is not a genre. It <laughs> is a geological tag. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It doesn't mean that there's only like one kind of thing or like, and it does like have little bits of like the same things, but that doesn't mm-hmm. actually mean that it's like a hard and fast rule. No. And yeah. just... It's just yeah, like speaking Korean. Like they like they were trying to explain a mock dog essentially, and they were like, "That's a that's K drama." It's like, no, that's like, no, like, no. That's yeah. And then trying <laughs> to like do something where like it's like Squid Game is not, and I was like, "Yes, it is." Stop trying to like, take yeah. the Korean out of it. It's a yeah, Korean exactly. Show. By the way, when you are a non-Korean insisting that they 
a Korean thing is not a Korean thing. That's you really, look like really, a fool. You yeah. look like a racist fool. Maybe <laughs> stop that. Yeah. You look like yeah. a dumbass. <laughs> I mean, and especially don't talk over top of Koreans. This past week, there's been some a lot of stuff going on on Twitters and whatnot. And don't, don't, as a white North American person, talk over top of Korean people in Korea when they tell you Korean things about their country. Like, don't, don't tell History. them you're wrong. Like, yeah. it, no, <laughs> no, don't do that. We will continue to try to be our best in the coming year and bring you just fun Asian content. And if you want to listen to all this Asian content, you can go to certifiednunas.com to get all the links to everything we talk about in every single one of our episodes that we've ever done. It is all on there. You can, of course, listen to it on anywhere podcasts can be found. But if you want the links, that's where you got to go. We've got a Discord. It's so much fun over there. We have, we have lots of discussions. We are on Twitter, Instagram, all the social media, but mostly Twitter and Instagram is where you can find us. It's always at Certified Nunas. That's how you reach us. And we love hearing from people. And we love hearing what people thought about the episodes and like their opinions on things that we talk about. We love it. We love chatting with all of you. And we especially love our Certified Fam Family, which is the name for the people who personally support our podcast over on Patreon, patreon.com slash Certified Nunas, where if you want to, you can go and help support this podcast, uh, you know, pay, help us pay for our hosting and everything. And we think our fan family is the best. They're literally the best people ever. And um, we do fun things. We have movie nights. We have little extras that get cut out of episodes and it's all a good time. And anyway, we hope that you are having a fantastic holiday season, whatever, whichever holiday that you are celebrating or not, you know, we're not forcing an agenda on anyone. We, we love all the holidays over here. Um, we hope that you have a fantastic week. Stay safe. And as always, keep enjoying Asian entertainment. Bye. Bye. My mom told me not to talk to Trit. Strangers. <laughs> so do. Strangers. My mom told me not to talk to strangers, guys. <laughs> oh, I take it back. Okay.